Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy hosts, always here to serve, and we're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julia, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you very much. It is my pleasure as always, and I think it's going to be an interesting and fun and also very practical, tactical show as we always try to plan that out so that they can do something with what we're doing today. Uh, Before we get to today's topic, I wanted to... uh, you know, we had Julie and I our 25th wedding anniversary not so long ago, and I didn't announce it on the radio, so I'm announcing it on the radio now in front of 135,000 people. Oh, nice. uh, happy you. anniversary, my love. Yes, and a happy anniversary to you as well. So it's been an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Those of you guys who have known us for a long time know Julie and I got married when we were in our early 20s, so we've been married pretty much, like at this point, pretty all of our adult lives. So. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, real estate has always been what we focused on as far as our career. And this is something that we've, I mean, Julie and I are in our mid-40s, and we've literally done this since, I mean, more than 20 years. And there is, this has always been my favorite time of year. This has always been, and I know you have a shout-out, Julie. This has always been the best time of year to make money. And this goes hand-in-hand hand with what our topic is. So here's the thing. I want to have, you guys are listening right now, and chances you're listening, you're listening, you're uh, somebody who's interested in, in moving your business forward. You're you're interested in helping people. You're interested in making money. You're interested basically in making the most out of your career. I get it. Well, Harry's the thought for you. Do you consider real estate your career? But that's a different topic. So assuming you have at least a tiny little sparkle of motivation to be really successful in this industry, what I'm about to tell you. Is absolutely critical, um, and please never, never forget it. The best time of year to be in this business is right now because the opportunities are more plentiful and the competition is going away. And, and here's the simple reason why. Here we are basically in fall of 2016. And if you're listening to this call and replay five years from now, don't allow this me just telling you what the date was to somehow think that this information isn't relevant because this is, information is relevant and you do need to drill down. So here's the thing you guys need to write down in your notes. I know a lot of brokers and office managers and everybody else, you guys are using this information on our radio show for training, and I appreciate that. So I'm going to make this, and Julie has prepared uh, today's call, and we're probably going to make this into a two- or three-part show. Uh, And we made this really, really uh, basic, but at the same time, it's going to be applicable to anybody at any point in their careers. We're going to give you a very specific step-by-step fourth-quarter plan. A very specific way that you guys can be getting into action now, because here's the big announcement. Are you ready for it? Your next year has already started. I'm going to say that again because it's so counterintuitive, especially because it goes against so many of our work habits. You know, societally, I get it. We're coming up. People are starting to think you're feeling it when your buyers and your sellers and your mortgage brokers and your tile companies and your candlestick makers and your screen door repair guys. You know, right. people are starting to think about and act like the holidays are already here. And it's really you're really going to feel it at the end of next month, not the end of September, but October. Then people, oh, it's Halloween! Halloween has become the unofficial start of the holiday season. Have you, you all noticed that? That's Even the way it works now. now. <laughs> exactly. So, your, your, 
2017 has already started. Now, so here's why. A lot of you guys listening have always wondered why you have feasts and famine in your business. And here, here's the thing. Most agents, and I mean like 95% of you, you guys don't really come out of your hidey holes after the winter until the spring. And spring means different things to different people, but let's say it's February, March, April. So for those of you who have traditionally not really gotten back into the, game, uh, into the business until spring of the following year, here's, here's your income cycle and your work cycle. Panic, panic, panic for three or four months. Uh, then you get a few closings. Then you close those transactions, and you're busy doing your closings in the middle of the summer, and then basically you're done. And that's how the industry typically works. That's the reason that so many agents fail out of this business, because they can't produce consistent income, because they, frankly, never have the opportunity because no one's ever corrected them on their, uh, how they work throughout the year. So that's what I'm and Julie and I are going to do over this show in the next couple of days. Your year has already started. Now, why is this the best time of year to go after the business? It's very simple because so many other agents are essentially mentally, emotionally, and then unfortunately financially checking out. They're done. They're on holiday mode. If you don't believe me, if you're new in this business, you go to your real estate office, say, first week in November, and you count how many cars are in the parking lot. There will be one, the person who basically sits at the front desk, and that's it. Everybody else, yeah. who knows what they're doing? doesn't matter. There's number one, less competition. They're obviously they're not working at home either. They're just not working in real estate. So your competition's gone away. But here's the biggest reason why. Two more reasons. Number one, some of the houses that are the hardest houses to sell will sell now, because of the fact that there's going to be, generally speaking, there's going to be less fewer homes for sale. Okay, so some of the tougher stuff to sell will sell during the winter. Now, some of you guys live in like Reno and you, you're servicing ski communities and places like that. So you're, this information is still applicable. Don't be thinking, well, my, I do great in the winter. Well, that's great, but just hear me out, okay? Have your head clear, ready to make money. So some of the tougher properties, location, condition, they'll sell now as uh, you know, motivated buyers come into the marketplace. Uh, so next reason, all the houses that were overpriced that were listed in spring and late spring, that didn't sell are coming up now as expired. So expired listings are the golden opportunity. For sale by owners who didn't sell, who were confident and perhaps overconfident that their property would sell, they're going to list now. So you have all of these very motivated people coming in the marketplace. Now, depending on your market, if you're in Atlanta or Julie and I sold in Columbus, where there's a lot of corporate relocation stuff that goes on, a lot of times those people will buy houses this time of year into the end of the year, anticipating having to move the first quarter of the following year. They want to have a house moved in by January. So all this is happening, all this really incredible opportunity is happening. At the same time, your competition has really gone away. Now, if you don't heed this suggestion and you wait until the spring and you wait for all the other agents to come out of the market, all the other new agents who just had their licenses issued who start entering the market, you're not necessarily going to be uh, competing against experienced agents, but you're going to be competing against a lot of agents. A lot of agents is just as bad as competing against experienced agents because it muddies the water. Now, when you call an expired or you call a center of influence or you go put yourself in a position to help somebody who has to sell a property, chances are you're not going to be running against 10 or 15 other agents like you will in the spring. Are you putting the pieces together, people? Hopefully this Seriously. all makes sense. So we're going to be giving you a 90-day plan, and just remember this. And the number one thing you should have written down in your notes is, my year has already started. Congratulations. Happy New Year. It's 2017. Julie's going to give you a 90-day plan. Take it seriously. Julie, before you get to your notes, do you have anybody you want to specifically acknowledge, emails, whatnot? I do. Uh, his name is Guy, and I'm sorry if I kill your last name. It's V-I-E-U-X, 
view. I don't know. My French pronunciation is terrible. So uh, in New York City, though, and you know who you are. Uh, Guy writes, hello, Tim and Julie. And by the way, Guy is one of our uh, latest breakthrough clients, Tim. I believe he just got involved with us. He said, hope all is well with you and the star host of your show. Your daughter can't remember her uh, name right now, but please forgive me. Um, It's Zoe. Zoe. But thank you for noticing. She occasionally inserts herself into the podcast. Um, I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time. She's about to do it right now, actually. And I, I, found, I, <laughs> okay. I find it to be very informative and motivating. This is why, it's puzzling to me, why I find myself stagnant in my career. I've been an agent since June of 2015 in New York City at a very reputable firm. Real estate is something I've always had in the back of my head but never pursued it. I joined this firm through a great broker who saw potential in me and gave me an opportunity. Unfortunately, at this moment, I'm lacking motivation and knowledge. I'm not afraid to admit that. So nice job being introspective. Uh, He says one of the main barriers for me is that I'm the head of the household with four lovely children, and I can't seem to drop the last job uh, for pure economic reasons. And we totally understand that, especially in New York City. We have quite a few New York City clients, and we know your economics are different than the average Joe. Uh, 100% or at least enough to pursue real estate the way I would like. Maybe this is an excuse I make. I'm not sure. Real estate coaching essentials sounds like an amazing start, but of course I'm reluctant, scared, and fearful. Normal feeling, by the way, for getting going with coaching. I've decided long ago that I have to act, so what do I do? Where do I start? Right now I'm in a team structure where listings are allocated. I want to get my own listings. What do you suggest? I know there's no magic bullet, but I need guidance. So that's exactly why you get involved with coaching so that we can shorten that learning curve so that we can create less stress for you and get you there faster, as fast as we know how to do. So thank you for that email, Guy, and thank you for being connected with our staff. I know that you just recently joined coaching. So congratulations and know that we will take excellent care of you. Back to you, Tim. So, Julie, I have to point out, because it was hilarious, I have, did all you guys hear uh, Zoe, our two-and-a-half-year-old, uh, shouting at her mama for her lunch she order? She heard her name when I was doing that. She overhears the podcast. And that was her lunch order. <laughs> so she'll just have to wait 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. she'll have to wait 20 minutes. Well, she's, she's still it's funny when you said it. It's very demanding, man. Uh, I know. But no, two and a half year olds, man. You guys should have warned us. We didn't know. Yeah. All right. Pushy, cool. Pushy. So uh, let's let's yeah. get to our notes. So remember, guys, you have to be taking this seriously because your new year has already started. Your your 2017, it's here. Have that mental thought. Look, I know some of you guys are struggling emotionally because your energy is a little spent because you're you know you feel like you put your best foot forward because all these other things have happened. This has been a challenging year. Buyers, all this stuff, right? I get it. I accept it. I understand it. I believe you. Now take a breath. And realize that if you don't want to have those panic, night sweat, sort of where's my, you know, why is my cash flow crazy feelings next year, you've got to start this year. Now, I will give you guys a slight hall pass, okay? I'll give you, and this, if I were coaching you, this is what I would do. For some of you guys who need to sort of like reset yourselves emotionally, give yourselves to the end of this month, and then October 1st, implement this plan Julie's going to give you, okay? That's it. You've got two weeks, two, three weeks. Get your act together. Uh, take a breath, start convincing yourself that your new year's already started, then implement this plan. I want you to have the vision of having X number of listings. Now, I say X, those of you guys who are coaching clients, um, you, you have a magic number. It's part of the magic number formula. It's on the website. Make sure you complete that. It's very simple. It's a one-page little thing. And the magic number formula will tell you how many listings you have to have at all times 
in order to basically accomplish and exceed your financial goals. So make sure, coaching clients, you're using that. For those of you who are coming to us believing that you can't be listing agents, who are believing that you have to work with buyers and suffer the buyer, you know, <laughs> hamster wheel for the next, you know, 20 years before you're able to take a listing, not true, especially this time of year. Your mindset should be that you're going to be a powerful, confident listing agent, and that is your primary aim in this industry because becoming a listing agent is where the money is and always will be. You have leverage with listings. So regardless of what you've been told, regardless of what you may think is true about becoming a listing agent, you can do it. Everyone can do it. Just follow a proven path. Now, before Julie gets to her first point, if you've not yet done so, guys, go ahead and fill out that form that's right there on the website. It's all right there on your mobile phone, right there on your iPad, right there. Just put in your name, your email address, and your phone number. And when you do, we're going to give you those six free books. Now, two of those books you guys know are you know, they're pretty awesome, if I might say so myself. The Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your complete 2017 business plan, so you definitely want to get that one. Now that book's for sale on Amazon, but we're just going to give it to you. And the other one, which people talk about all the time, is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Well, this is a version that where Julie and I you know, took the, the book and applied it to real estate. So going to give that book to you for free in addition to all the other books that are there, four other books. Just fill out that form. Um, someone, you'll get the books emailed to you automatically. Someone from our office is going to call you back and answer any questions you have about the coaching program. Now, this is a big announcement. The coaching program has been called Real Estate Coaching Essentials. The program is now being upgraded uh, to Premier Coaching. All of you guys are going to get existing coaching clients. Um, you need to log in. Use your username and password, log in. You're going to see the new website. You're, it's going to be phased in over the next couple of weeks. So if you're looking at the old website when you log in, you're, you're going to be part of the batch that gets uh, updated soon. In addition to that, you're going to, we're adding uh, more weekly coaching calls for you. We've increased the amount of content. We've just everything. When you go to the website, you're not going to believe it. The, the cool part I like is everything now is available on your iPhone you can listen to any of our, you know, if, you want, if you're sitting in front of a seller's house and you're about to walk into a listing presentation, you can go right to the app or right to the website. You can basically listen right to our listing presentation right there and give yourself a refresher of what you're supposed to say and how you're supposed to say it. Um, or, hell, you could just take your phone and just play it for the seller and <laughs> just tell them, hey, listen to this, okay? I don't know. Maybe someone could do that. Um, the yeah. coaching program is a real-life coaching program. You get a real-life uh, coaching call with a premier coach once per month. In addition to that, you get uh, three weekly uh, coaching calls, and those are semi-private coaching calls. You'll learn more about that when you log on the website. And that includes all the content, the listing presentation, the buyer presentation, lead generation ideas, every single thing. And when you use the student approval program, now just to be clear, this is a, we have, uh, we're working with a lender, and the lender basically has arranged so every single one of you who want to be in this coaching program Regardless of your credit history, regardless of anything, you can be in this coaching program, and it's only $99 a month. That's when you use the student approval program. So all you got to do is spell out that form. We're going to call you back, answer any questions you have about it, and oh, my gosh, is this not the perfect time of year for you guys to be getting ready for next year? Absolutely true. So, Julie, without any further delay? Yes. Okay, so we are talking about your fourth quarter massive action plan and how to get serious about the next 90 to 100 days. I'm going to walk you through some very specific get down to the numbers. I know some of you guys don't like to come to terms with the numbers because it really shows what's going on. That's exactly why you have to do this. 
And at the end, I promise you'll breathe a sigh of relief and you'll know exactly what has to happen over the next 90 to 100 days. And again, you can apply this to whatever 90 to 100 days you like, but we always do this this time of year because the market gets a little bit weird for some of you. A lot of you are coming off of a really exhausting, super busy, super productive summer and you just want to take a break. Um, we've got to remotivate you and realize that we still have a quarter left to go, but what really has to happen? So first, assess where you actually are today. Year-to-date closed and pending. What is your current net income to you, and how many units has that been? For those of you who haven't been tracking that, probably your office manager or broker has those numbers. I can almost guarantee it. So decide you're going to start tracking it, and if you're trying to avoid this because you just don't, you're just not a numbers person, ask your broker. Do it anyway. Are you on track, ahead, or behind? Next, assess where you want to be over the next 90 to 100 days. How much money must you earn fourth quarter, or again, any quarter you choose to use, to make it a great quarter? So that's a number, right? How much money do you have to earn? Maybe you're paying some things off. Maybe you want to pay cash for a great family trip to Disneyland over the holidays. What do you have to earn? So those are actually two numbers. What do you have to earn to pay the bills, and what do you want to earn to have a great quarter? And then maybe think about what's it going to take for it to be your best quarter ever. Now, that assumes that you know what your previous best quarter was. That's easier for some of you than others. But let's just put a dollar amount. What do you have to do this quarter? Then what are your specific financial goals? So we can really hone in on this. I'm going kind of fast through this, Tim, so slow me down if I start to uh, not make any sense. Well, just, just, um, just, just, yeah. re- just remember, just remember, we're dealing with, you know, we're 135,000 people. And so if you, you know, don't ever assume that any detail, any small detail is not appreciated because they do appreciate the smallest detail. So if yeah. you find yourself okay. saying something, because we, you know, this is, this is evergreen uh, material. We present, you know, we t- as Julie said, we talk about this every year. But the reality of it is, is how many of you guys take it seriously? So just take this seriously. And what Julie's doing is she's basically putting you in a place where you can sort of like, okay, I've got a quarter left. The year's not over. So I could still have a great year this year. I could still get my act together, still have a great Christmas. But mentally and emotionally, what we want you to do is connect to the fact that the work you're doing now, it's going to establish yourself in uh, the spring of next year. Remember, guys, the contacts you make now, the sellers that you list, the relationships that you initiate – they're going to pay you, and usually, depending on your marketplace, it could be four to six months from now. So that's the reason that if you don't get started until the spring, February is your start of your year, let's say, historically, that's when you've gotten back into business. Well, don't be surprised if you don't get a paycheck till June, because that's just the cycle of how long things take. So if you start now, you guys are putting the pieces together mentally and emotionally, aren't you? You're going to have closings in January and February. Isn't that what you want? That will give you the momentum to have an incredible year. This one thing is the secret, if there is a secret, to having a fantastic year. Jules? That's it. So that's kind of our not-so-hidden agenda in getting you at work fourth quarter and not just saying, oh, well, it's the end of the year, I'll start again in January. The uh, not-so-hidden agenda is working really great fourth quarter almost ensures your success for next year. So what are your specific financial goals? Well, one thing you can do is review your real estate treasure map, especially the goals in five areas of life. Those of you that did that, last quarter or at the beginning of the year, how are you doing on those goals? Those of you who are about to be new coaching clients, that's one of the first things that you'll do is use your real estate treasure map to figure out what those financial goals are. Next is know what it will cost to pay your bills, save for your personal savings goal, and pay for the holidays and any other important financial items. 
actually have a dollar figure. Don't just wing it. Actually know. You know, that's the difference between people actually running a business versus people having the business run them. They have a financial goal that they're working towards. Not having that goal pretty much ensures that you're not going to hit any goal because you haven't thought about it. So then how many transactions are required to create that income? Once you know what that goal is, how many deals are required to create that based on the average net to you? So make sure you're figuring out your costs, your percentage to your broker. Some of you are on teams. Use your net and figure out how many transactions are required. Now, how many potential listings and buyers are currently in your pipeline, and what are they worth to you? Okay, so now that you know the number, you have a real goal, look at what you actually have. So maybe you have 10 active listings, but you know two of them are unlikely to sell for whatever reason, or at least unlikely to sell this year. Maybe in order to get the other eight to sell, three of them need price reductions. So look at your current reality first, who's going to sell, who's going to buy. And with buyers, they need to be obviously very qualified and motivated and responsive. So you have to make sure you've pre-qualified properly. But figure out what your actual reality is, how many potential units is that, how much money is that to you, and do you need to follow up using pre-qualifying scripts to make sure you know what you're talking about. Some of you guys claim to have, I always hear, Tim, you know, I've got 15 buyers, buyers are running me ragged. Well, when you actually pre-qualify them, maybe you've got like four buyers that are actually going to buy. So if you're not positive what you're dealing with, use our pre-qualifying scripts from the website, buyer pre-qual, seller pre-qual, get cracking on that so you know for sure where you stand. So now we've kind of figured out what you need to do, what you possibly can do based on your pipeline and your leads. Now let's see what you must do to close that gap. All right, so here's some of the math. And this is always a very interesting thing to do at this time of year. I've been doing that with our uh, private coaching clients and with the coaches. So this is the time to get out a calculator, jot some things down. Here's the actual math. Figure out how many work days are left this year. So there are currently about 100 days left if you figure September, October, November, December. That seems like a lot, right? Some of you guys live in areas where it very much still feels like the end of summer, and to even talk about the holidays seems weird because, you know, it's hot where you live. You don't, you don't have any, like, pending snowstorms to tell you what time of year it is. It looks like there's 100 days left. Well, guess what? There's 15 weekends, so that's 30 weekend days. First question is, are you working on the weekends? Which ones are you going to take off one day of the weekend and not the other? Are you planning on working all weekends? But subtract, be real, okay? A lot of you guys have kids, you're doing family things, holiday things, school events. Subtract some weekend days, look at your calendar, and figure out it's 100 days minus some weekend days. All right, so that will give you a number. Then we're going to say holidays. There's 10 minimum, and that includes Halloween, Rosh Hashanah, Election Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, lots of, um, you know, sanctioned holidays where you might, oh, I, I work Christmas Eve every day. I'm not going to take that day off. We don't care how motivated you are. Your market probably isn't going to want to go see houses. You're probably not going to negotiate something on that day. So let's be real about this. But well, so Even Julie, if that's you're, like, yeah. 
That's an important point, right? And when you and I were in the business, uh, you know, selling houses, you know, 20-some years ago, we would make that mistake too, right? We would say, mm-hmm. well, I didn't realize that nobody else is going to work for that week of Thanksgiving or whatever, but I'll just power through it and I'll make my phone calls and I'll do my work. It's like a badge okay, of well, honor, right? <laughs> right. It's an ego thing, you know. Yeah. So, But here's yeah. the reality of it. No one's going to want to talk to you. They're going to be having turkey. Your, your family is going to be pissed off at you. So here's the real way to think about this. There are natural and normal times of the year when, frankly, you need to take advantage of the normal, natural, slower times. <laughs> Those are going to be during these holiday times. And, you know, Julie just educated you guys on that. What you should all be doing, and I'm sorry if I'm walking on your next point, Julie, is you should get a calendar, okay, and listen to what Coach Julie just told you. Get a calendar and go back from December and, or even, frankly, go back from, like, maybe even January and then start marking out the days that there's just going to be too much resistance to work, whereas working is actually going to cause you more stress because you're not getting results. So it doesn't yeah. make sense. And go spend time with your family. Go spend time volunteering someplace. That's what Julie and I used to do. You know, go spend time, you know, doing something that's going to make it so that you're, you know, giving yourself a little break. That's okay. Hey, guess what? Go on vacations. Um, something else we used to always do when we sold real estate. We go on vacation during Thanksgiving. So do things like that. And don't yep. fight it. It just is what it is. And if you do fight it, yeah. you're going to frustrate yourself. So take a calendar, mark off the days you're going to be working, mark off the days you're not going to be working, uh, go with the flow, and, yeah, and you'll get amazing results. Jules? Well, that's it. And, you know, we used to joke when we would attempt to work on those days, and sometimes that's even like Labor Day or Memorial Day, right, where it's not it's not Christmas, but it's, it's like a secondary holiday, right, and we would try and work that day. And nothing ever would go exactly the way you wanted. And we would joke, well, that's the real estate God's telling you to take the day off for crying out loud. Just embrace it. It's okay. We're giving you permission to take some time off. But you've got to plan for it. So subtract some holiday time. Subtract extra time for the week of Thanksgiving and the week between Christmas and New Year's. And have your running number that you're subtracting from 100 real calendar days. So Note to self, at this point, you might already be down to about 77 days if all you did was take off one weekend day the rest of the year and all 10 holidays, holiday days. But wait, there's more. Events for your past clients or with your past clients, your centers of influence, community service, always say yes when you're invited to parties, to volunteer, etc. It's good for your soul as well as your business to do these events. So how many days can you account for or guesstimate in this category? Again, subtract from that bigger number. There's a lot of things we're going to be talking about on podcasts for giving back to your community, lots of little mini uh, center of influence events. We'll be talking about that in the premiere class. So do those events, but realize that that's kind of a different type of a workday. So now you should have a number of workdays that you will commit to. It's probably between 60 and 80 real workdays. I did this with a client of mine. He's expecting uh, baby number two on December 6th. When we figured this out, he has 41, quote, real work days, right? So for him, it's a little bit different scenario. This is a personal number, but probably between 60 and 80 real work days might be as low as 40-something depending on your situation. Well, what do you do with this? On tomorrow's podcast, we're going to start presenting exactly what you do once you've come to terms with these numbers. Today, your job and your homework is to figure out how many actual work days, and really the thought behind this is work on those work days. Be productive. That way you can play on the play days, on the holiday days, on your event days. You can be 100% committed to that on those days 
long as you're 100% committed to being productive. Remember, work in real estate means simply lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, closing, ladder, rinse, repeat, and you will have the income that you desire. Does that make sense, Tim? Yep. It does, but the other thing that doing this calendaring thing that Julie just asked you to do, and that's all of your homework, so you guys can do that. Um, and then, like I said, we're the next few days we're going to give you a very detailed plan. So just take it seriously. Grab a calendar. Oh, I do everything on my you know, iPhone, you know, the same, whatever, technical, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. Visually, it's going to make more of an impact on you, I promise you. If you literally just take a calendar and just literally circle the day, star the days you know you're going to be working. Don't think you're going to be working Don't when other it. people aren't working. It's going to frustrate yourself. So Coach Julie just told you, last week in October is usually, for some reason, it's a holiday week. You know, it is what it is. You can still get stuff done, but that's usually a harder time to get people to set appointments, usually a harder time to get people to make commitments. And then you obviously have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving can be half the month, if we're being honest. A lot of people take the, you know, or Thanksgiving can just be the week, and then you got the last well, week in Christmas. And then you have- it's Coach Rochelle's birthday in November, which really is not just a birthday day or week. It is declared course, her birthday, birthday month, month, so she's a good example right. of someone that does Nas- that. Go Nas- ahead. National <laughs> holiday, right? Well, then you That's have right. the weekends, like Julie said, and then you have your family things, and then you have your thises and your thats. And if you go back from January, you know, first, and you go back to, say, you know, October 1st, and you start looking at, or, you know, you start looking at the days that are actually left, you're going to come up with a number that is in the range of, I mean, what have you been finding with your coaching clients, Julie, even though the top producers, they're going to be working another 45, um, 50 days this year. Realistically, you know, if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, you know, some of them are having, like, past client parties at their office, or they, there's a lot of Thanksgiving right. promotions that are being planned. So is that, I mean, it's a work day, yes, but not in the traditional sense. So when we whittle it back, they're, they're about 60-ish real work days. Yeah, you know, so, guys, so it's not keep 100, that all in mind. like you think. It's no, not 100. Right. It's not a so, full quarter so, plus half a month. Go ahead. And when you're looking at your calendar for the fourth quarter, you can actually, you'll actually feel, uh, you'll feel good because you'll see that you have plenty of days off. That's what the takeaway is going to be. And there's sanctioned days off where you don't have to feel guilty. Now, what we're going to do on tomorrow's show and the following day is we're going to be giving you an exact plan on what you should be doing on the days that you work. It's similar to your normal work schedule for those of you who are longtime coaching clients, but what we're doing is integrating a lot of very holiday-specific things in there so you guys can have maximum impact on the work you do on the days that you're working. Take away from today's call, calendaring out the rest of your year, smart thing to do. Give yourself some plenty of time off. Trust me, guys, especially coaching clients, next year is going to be phenomenal. We're going to have an incredible opportunity. No matter what interest rates do, no matter what the economy does, no matter who the president is, doesn't matter. You guys can make money no matter what direction the market's going. There will always be people that need help. Be clear about that. Do not be intimidated by it. Do not be fearful of a changing market. Embrace a changing market, okay? That is the truth. There's more money to be made when, the, when any economy is in a, a changing state like ours in de- is absolutely positively in a changing state right now. There will always be people that need to buy and sell, so do not be intimidated by it. Be, acknowledge the fact that if you are intimidated by the fact that the market's cha- changing, that fear is probably something that's justified because you know internally that you don't have the skill sets necessary for the new market. Fix that immediately before it's too late. So – Big takeaway, do your calendaring, you know, schedule on the days you're going to be working, the days you're not going to be working, and then show up tomorrow, listen to the radio show. We're going to start giving you more exacting plans and what you should be doing on the days that you're going to be working. And the goal is for you to have maximum number, whatever your 
magic number number of listings is, have that number accomplished no later than like January 15th. So if your magic number formula coaching clients is that you have to have 10 listings at all times or five listings at all times or whatever your number is. Like when Julie and I sold real estate, our magic number in order to basically accomplish our, uh, our um, financial goals was like 50 or 60 listings at all times. Now we sold in the area where the average sale price was less than 250000 for the most part of our career. So keeping all these things in mind, know your numbers, and, uh, yeah, go into next year with tons of momentum. And in 2017, will be the year that you finally accomplish a lot of the goals and the dreams you set out for yourself. And if you don't have any goals and dreams, you need to go and get the Real Estate Treasure Map. You need to uh, get the book Think and Grow Rich. And remember, we give those books to you for free for just filling out that form. All right? So if you guys ever need us for anything, what are you supposed to do? Email Julie directly at julie at timandjulieharris.com or email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.